Welcome to JW Community Podcast, where my mum is basically just blabbering on about nonsense. Thank you, Phil. Hello and welcome to JW Community Podcast. I've got a really interesting guest with me today and it's just me and my guest and he used to be a podcast host and he is one of the people who has added the most to the XJW community that you may not have known about and if you haven't known his name you will have almost definitely used his um, platform and I'd like to welcome Ruben Ortiz. Hi Ruben, how are you? I'm great, how are you doing? I'm okay, thank you. So a long time no speak, Ruben. Yes, it's been it's been a while. It's been a while and there's been a lot of water under the bridge since we last spoke. Oh not between us, I hasten to add. <laughs> Multiple rivers and streams. Just lot lots of things have happened and that's why I wanted you on because I wanted to talk about First of all, um, I wanted to talk about your background as a witness and an XJW, and then I wanted to talk about your activism. So just introduce yourself to everyone and tell us how what your background is with JWs. Sure. Um, well, with uh, my life as a JW started when I was around five or six years old, and um, my mother uh, was studying the Bible with this couple that... And I say studying the Bible in quotes. <laughs> <laughs> they were they were actually studying the Red Book, uh, how you can live forever in paradise on earth. Yeah, old school. Old school in the, <laughs> in the early early eighties. Yeah. And uh, they actually got in touch with my mother through my sisters. Uh, what, their daughter preached to them in school, and so their daughter sent her parents to 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 my mother, who I and uh, one day they were studying with her. And I took my tricycle, and I and I started I started circling the table as they were studying the Bible, going woo! <laughs> and my mother pulled me off the tricycle, sat me down, and she's like, "You're studying with us." No, no. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's how they got me. Oh man, <laughs> you should have cycled faster, Ruben. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get away. My mother had fast hands. She had that Puerto Rican like snap. <laughs> And she grabbed me and uh, and sat me down and uh, honestly, yeah, I was hooked. I was hooked. I, I learned about this uh, God named Jehovah who sent his son Jesus to die for us so that we can have an opportunity to play with tigers and and lions with beach balls. <laughs> and <laughs> and um, that's how it all began. Uh, age twelve. I um, decided to be a, a publisher, and um, the way I became a publisher is I walked up to the elder and I said, I want to be a publisher. <laughs> In that voice. <laughs> yeah, and he looked at me and was, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, at age 16, age, actually at age 14, I wanted to get baptized, and uh and this is not going to be the typical mother pushing their son into baptism. In fact, my mother said no. She thought I wasn't mature enough. Well, she we said, used to believe that. Back in the day, we did genuinely believe that. Yeah, she's like, you're not mature enough. So about two years later, at age 16, I was baptized. And at age 20, uh, 
one of the elders uh, before they, on my 20th birthday, I was approached by an elder and, and asked to go to the back room. They wanted to talk to me. Oh, Ro, Ruben, so soon. <laughs> and I was like, okay. So soon. What had you done, my friend? That's, that was my question. What did I do? Well, let me, let me give you a little background on that. Uh, um, they, one of the elders had seen me in the car with, alone with a girl. Okay. Okay. But, uh, I'm backtracking a little bit because the story's really funny. He saw me in this car with a girl. He came out of, he came out of my friend's house. He saw me alone with a girl. And then a few days later, I get a call from one of the other elders and he said, Hey, that name was Bob and he's talking like this. Hey, Ruben, how you do? <laughs> <laughs> Like, boo-boo. And, like, oh. and I was like, fine. He goes, hey, I, I have a question for you. This is Bob. Um, uh, brother, so somebody said that they saw you alone in the car. And I was like, oh, really? So um, I was like, can I ask you a question? And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, did this brother, um, instead of going to you guys, did he approach me? Like it says in Matthew chapter 10. Yeah, good one. <laughs> and he was like, oh, well, this is, this is not what you think, Ruben. No, and I was like. I was like, okay. I said, Bob. I said, you know what the chapter says? Says right. If you have an issue with your brother, you go confront him. And then if you don't, if he doesn't listen, you take somebody else. And then you take it to the congregation. And he's like, yeah, yeah, but you don't understand what we're asking. And I was like, well, I'm just gonna let you know that. I'll just tell you this, Bob. I wasn't really alone with her. The person that was with us went inside, ran inside to get something, and then he saw us. Um, but uh, I think uh, if there's any other issues, then. You get back to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you when your the... picnic basket, <laughs> you get and he was like, me. "Okay, Bob, <laughs> Bob out." Uh, <laughs> and um, and then when I went back and when when uh, they they called me to the back room, it was to ask me if I was interested in being a minister or servant. And then Bob was like, "That's why we were calling you. No, uh, you we just wanted the... to make sure." <laughs> no, you must be the only person that's been taken into the back room for a good reason. <laughs> Oh, man. So I became a servant at 20. And uh, the only reason that they wanted to talk to me was to make sure I wasn't doing anything. But uh, I was that type of uh, JW where uh, I kind of knew the loopholes. I knew the the watchtowers. I knew where to look for the information. And if elders ever came with something that wasn't, I didn't feel was right, I'd be like, uh, go, I'd run to my index. Oh God! <laughs> so, I could, I could. You want me to explain how I got out, right? I want you to. Yeah, I was gonna say. So, how did you get out, Ruben? Well, I got married at 24, uh, and I was gonna be 25. I married somebody that was 19, and um, <clears throat> we had a lot of problems, obviously, because we were children. And she, especially her being five years younger than me and being from another culture. She was from Mexico and I was raised here. I was I'm Hispanic and I raised here. <clears throat> and um, we had a lot of problems. She, uh, she ended up, uh, the problems were so big, she ended up doing stuff with other people. And uh, she ended up leaving and she left with another guy. So... When the elders, when the elders found out the first time something with somebody else, they came in to talk to us and they said, 
they they basically said uh before I even got to tell them what happened, we were having problems. And they blamed, well, if you're having problems, it's because you're not being spiritual enough. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're not praying enough. Family studies enough. Yeah. So um, that was kind of the beginning of the end. <laughs> uh, she got, she left. She was disfellowshipped. I stayed. I tried to do the right thing. Oh, bless you. On your own. On my own. But I wasn't a saint. I was never a saint as a Joe's witness. I kind of, I lived in California, in California. You know, it was a very uh, environment that was a little bit more liberal than other places in the country here. Uh, and so I was going out with my friends. I went out to a club and then I ran into a young woman that <laughs> I used to go out with that my then ex, the one that I was separated from and getting a divorce from, hated. Okay. <laughs> and who specifically told me at a convention, if you ever, if we ever break up, if I die or something happens, never, ever get with that girl. I hate okay, her. Okay, so that was what you did. <laughs> because the worst thing you can do to anyone is say, don't do this. And this is exactly what I did. <laughs> um, we got, we got, I got messed up. I got drunk. I ended up at her house. I had sex with her. Oh, wait. Did you look at her fish tank? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> is that what happened? I know. I, that, well, is that a euphemism? Yeah. <laughs> so when you say I had sex, that's a euphemism for looking at the, Because they did a video a few years ago, didn't they? I, I, I looked at that fish tank a few times. Yeah, okay. You looked at the fish tank, yeah. That's good. Um, we understand you now. I didn't know what you were talking about when you said we had sex. I, like, I, don't, I genuinely don't know what you're saying, but the fish tank come with you. Do you understand? Uh, for you guys with a shag, we shag. Okay. <laughs> oh, for the for the people in England. <laughs> people in England, yeah, baby, we shagged. <laughs> um, and I sat at the edge of the bed. Uh, the next morning, and I thought to myself, and I and I was like, I don't feel any guilt. I felt nothing. Really? I no felt guilt? nothing, not one ounce, not one nothing. And that really blew my mind because I'm like, I, I ha I was like, there has to be a reason why I don't feel guilt. And so I decided to take a break. I was like, you know what? I did this, so I might as well. So I kind of lived the double life-ish kind of thing, where I switched congregations, and I was going to—I was supposedly going to, because I, I was in a Spanish congregation. I switched over to an English congregation, a speaking congregation. And then I kind of uh, uh, did the like not go to the meeting kind of fade thing, but still hung out with my friends and partied, and yeah. um, <laughs> I ended up. I ended up uh, doing some things with a Jehovah's Witness and some other people, but with a Jehovah's Witness who confessed. And I get to my house, and all my friends were in my apartment because I left my roommate. And she was there crying because she had just been disfellowshipped. She called me a hypocrite. And I was like, you know what? I am a hypocrite. And I didn't still feel bad, but I was like, I am a hypocrite. I should just be honest. So um, my best friend's 
my best friend who I grew up with, his her his cousin was in town who and she was a witness growing up, but she never got baptized. She went to college, so she came over to visit him and uh, me, and um, I was telling her what happened, and she said, she said to, she said she said something that woke me up, I, and she compared the, the watchtower to Big Brother, and the moment she said Big Brother, referencing 1984. Right. Not the, the popular show that we have in England. <laughs> no, not that Big Brother, the George Orwell book. When she referenced Big Brother, automatically, uh, like I saw a flash. Like, um, if you've ever been hit in the face and you see a flash of light, that's what I saw. And then, literally, every doubt that I had over the years growing up as Joe's witness. Like when they changed the generation um, yeah. meeting in the 1995, when they were the, the 144,000 were dying, every little thing that I ever doubted started coming right in, like boom, boom. And I can't explain how fast it was because it was a second. And I looked up to her and I said, "It is like Big Brother." It's like, whoa, no, oh my god! I realized. I realized I knew the whole time. The uh, only way I could describe it best is like waking up from a hypnotic trance. Yeah. And 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 realizing, I'm like, oh my god, I've been clucking like a chicken this whole time. Yeah. And the guilt, so the guilt was never there. But plus, it was like, it was like I, I, I it's, you know, over the years I've met so many ex-witnesses who have to deal with the guilt, or is it true, or thing like they. You know, um, like you know, like little things like they can't say "God bless you" right away yeah, because they're yeah. guilty for selling for the holidays. None of that. Everything was gone. It melted away just with two, those two words. That's incredible. What an epiphany! Yeah, it was, it was a huge epiphany for me. And um, and after that, I went to. I wanted to learn as much as I can. And I was like, oh my god, if if I uh, if I was fooled and boozled, I, I, I wanted know how to defend myself i want to know the what's going on so i went to a, a barnes and noble and i was looking at a religious section this really rarely ever happens but i guess somebody ordered a copy of crisis and conscience no way and it was in there and i and i for i i i sat there for days just little by little reading it information and i had my volumes and i remember i had old volumes so when he had something printed in there i'd run to the volume and I'd run and see it, and I was like, "What?" And automatically, you know, he's not lying. Like, yeah, yeah, you do. It's impossible. You know, everything is true, especially with the evidence that he provided in that book. And that's how I became an extra host witness. That was a synopsis for you so now tell me how you went from becoming an extra Jehovah's witness to becoming an activist because you um, you are the father of Recovery Group 3, which no longer exists, which we'll come on to talk about. Um, but what, ha tell me the tell me the path from Ruben, the XJW, who's just read Crisis of Conscience, to Recovery Group 3. Well, that happened um, about two years after that. Uh, I had moved back east. From, I lived in San Diego. I moved back east, and uh, I met somebody... And we were living together. 
Um, I was laid off of my job and I went to MySpace. <laughs> oh, okay. On MySpace and I'm checking things out and I see somebody has a little group of 200 people of ex-Jehovah's Witnesses and it was the first um, any ex-Jehovah's Witnesses that I encountered online and I said and uh, since I was laid off I was like I could do one of these groups <laughs> so um, I created I, I, I called it ex-Jehovah's Witness Recovery Group there was no one, there was no two there was no three okay. there was no I was just called it shows recovery group in 2006 and it was around April. They got to about a few hundred people. And, and I will tell you that I'm still friends with some of those people. Some of those people, you know, uh, from the community, uh, we started there. It was a very different kind of group. We talked about everything. It's smaller. So we would joke, we would, uh, post pictures when it was, you know, when that came available, um and talk about all kinds of subjects. Uh, Jehovah's Witnesses would get on to 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 troll us and or poor Jehovah's Witnesses that would do that. Oh geez, <laughs> they would get their ass handed to them. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, was it like the Wild West? Yeah, but funny enough, some of them and I always say this: when they come and attacking, there's there's that's a cognitive dissonance and. Yeah. I can I could tell you so many years being involved with uh, a community online, I could always tell when somebody's going to leave. Some of those people I remember from back, some of the activists, like activists, because I kind of like, some people call me activists. I like to call myself a helper. Okay. But, uh, but um, I mean, I understand why someone would say that. Uh, but some of, the, some of these are activists now. <laughs> and I've seen them give talk, uh, you know, discourses and talks at different churches and or or whatever they do. And I'm like, I remember that dude used to fight me on MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that first initial group shut down. Uh, I don't know why. Um, MySpace shut it down. Oh, right. Uh, no, so not you shut it down. It was shut down. Yes, it was shut down. Um, maybe because the avatar that I ran it with was named was Charles Taze Russell. Okay. <laughs> and, I, and I didn't tell anybody it was me. <laughs> I would actually even talk to myself in the middle of the group because I thought it was funny. <laughs> I would have Charles Taze Russell say that uh, he would write like on the board. He would be like, Ruben, you owe me $20. No way. And then I'd answer as Ruben. I'm like, leave it alone. Let it go, Charles. <laughs> <laughs> so I think maybe that's the reason why they shut okay. it down fake account <laughs> um but then i opened the second one uh, xjo's Recovery two on myspace and that lasted a few years the membership went up but then facebook came along and no one was going on myspace and that's when xjo's witness recovery group three exclamation point was formed when i went from myspace to facebook right and that's that's where the three comes from. A lot of people is like, why? Yeah, is it everyone's like, what's the three? Where were where were one and two? And <laughs> there were no one and two. <laughs> There's no one and two. They were they were back on MySpace, but that's that's a whole different story there now. It's a bit like the Star Wars films, right? Yeah, I was with this Recovery Three, yeah. Episode Three. 
so when you when you started that group on Facebook, I'm guessing obviously it started small. It grew immensely, didn't it? So when did it start? It started. Um, it took a few a few years to grow. Um, it was it was around 500 members, and it stayed like that for a while. Um, but then as more people would join, we'd have to adjust as the membership grew. And, um, and so we kind of had to tighten ship before we would get away with making posts about whatever we wanted, or even people would post pictures of themselves, you know, bikinis, whatever. I mean, that used to happen on MySpace and stuff, but the discussion became more serious and especially after the Sparluck video um, when the society started changing a lot. Um, then it started, it started evolving and also with the membership growth came membership problems uh, where you have a group of people that are very, very... <laughs> The, the, the XGO's witnesses are, some people call it cat herding, right? <laughs> yeah. And they're like, I am free from religion. You control. can't tell me what to do. You cannot tell me what to do. You cannot silence me. I've been <laughs> silenced all my life, which I get. I'm not mocking. I get that. Uh, we, I, I got that on the daily. Yeah. And admins that helped me get that on the daily. Um and so, yes. But it's difficult. Difficult, understandable. And, and I, I don't think people get that we got that. It's not that we didn't get that. Yeah. Um, we got that. The whole reason why I created another group called the Chat Lounge uh, uh, around that time, because I'm like, okay, well, here's a place you could do whatever you want. And then you have, so I had the recovery group, I had chat lounge, which the chat lounge that I'm speaking about is not the same one that exists now that was born and, and, and put in play by other people who I got to give them props because they kept it small and they were able to manage it. I, there was, um, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't, well, it was starting to get bigger and allowing anybody to say whatever they want and do whatever they want on a forum leads to a lot of chaos. And that's not a badgering or it's talking bad about anybody. It's just how it is. And it's hard to explain to somebody when this it's easier when you understand it, when you go through it, like I could tell it's you easier if you try to run a group. So what I've seen a lot is um, people get in and not just with your group, but with any group. Oh, I I've been sensitive. Somebody's closed me down. So I'm going to open a group and you can, uh, this group is free. You can say and do what you want. And I always think, well, good luck with that because you know, it's like, it is like the wild west. And yeah. when people say and do what they, you know, there's, it's like a freedom of speech argument, isn't it? Yeah. I believe in people's freedom of speech, but not to say and do literally anything. Not to, I mean, there are certain things that are against the law, like inciting to violence and hatred. And, yeah. you know, that freedom of speech is balanced against other people's rights. Exactly. And that's, it's a difficult one. And until you run a group, you don't, 
really get it. So I like the idea that, oh, here's a group you can say and do what you want. But quite quickly, somebody says something horrific. Yeah. And then you start thinking, whoa, whoa, I didn't mean for you to say I'll do that. Right. And, 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 and I think a lot of people understand that, but uh, I, I understand that too. Some people don't, but a lot of people do. I think the issue with us was um, when it got to a certain size, we had to also go a little beyond with just being hatred and whatever. For example, um, you know, like rules about not being homophobic, not making homophobic comments, then who decides what's a homophobic comment? The admins. And then you're like, well, I don't think that's homophobic. And then that's where you get into a debate. Um, I should be able to say what I want. And <laughs> no, you it's can't. It's really difficult, uh-huh. isn't it? With the best intentions in the world, it's still really difficult. It's funny because I, I see people on Facebook and they're arguing this fact. And I'm like, you're on Facebook and you, when you signed up for Facebook, you agreed to the terms and conditions. And, you know, Mark Zuckerberg is terms and conditions. I don't agree with all of them. I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. You know, one person, if a, if a woman shows a nipple, uh, and a man shows a nipple, the woman's nipple's fine. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, the man's nipple's fine, but the woman's <laughs> nipples is banned and it's like, they're both nipples. <laughs> But that's what Mark Zuckerberg wants, and yeah. you agreed to go on a forum. And you have to draw a line somewhere, right? It's difficult, and, and it's arbitrary. Wherever you draw a line, it will be arbitrary. There will be a case against it and a case for it. There's no right. absolute rights and wrongs. It's right. just you have to pick something as a line. I remember I had the rule of no preaching, and I know, and one of the reasons – one um, – and believe me, I, I think the conception maybe sometimes is that these guys that ran that group were just being doing what they wanted. And we had reasons for what we what we wanted it and how we wanted it. And we used to make mistakes and we've made mistakes and we didn't talk to everybody the best way we could have. It, it's no, this it's not possible for to, it's not possible to you expect for us to get it right all the time we're gonna make mistakes and we did mis- make mistakes and we're gonna get some things right one time we had a rule of no preaching but then the non-believers and atheists uh would post anti-religious posts and the one of the religious people and we're like how can they say that all right when we can't say right. this about yeah right and he goes, and your bias is showing. And yeah, and I was like, and I took that. You know what? That was a, that was a Christian dude that told me that, and I didn't like him. I didn't. I didn't. I think he's. I, I don't like him personally, mm-hmm. but God damn it, did he have a point? Yeah. You know what I mean? He he did. I'm like, how can I sit here and say you can't proselytize this? Every time somebody else, if I say there's no proselytization, if you can't preach, then how can I allow somebody to else. go pro something else? Their belief. Yeah, or their non-belief or, or whatever, to push whatever they their their ideas are onto other people. So I changed it, and I, and I, and I did make also – so I would remove – Certain posts that were considered anti-God, anti-atheist, that wasn't generally about Jehovah's Witnesses or cults, and then I'd get heat for that too. 
Yeah, because <laughs> and I was like, and you're like, oh, you're you're biased. I'm like, um, I'm an atheist, by the way, that you're yelling at. I'm just trying to be fair. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really difficult. It gets sticky really quickly, doesn't it? Yes, it does. So um, how big was your group towards the end? Uh, it was 11,000, 11,000 members. Uh, and, you know, it's was – I know there's another book group that was a little bigger or around the same size, uh, Biblical Discussion um, one. Uh, but if you look at our, our activity, it was – I mean, in an hour, you could have like 200 comments. Yeah. It's a constantly 24-7, every day, people going on, commenting, commenting, commenting. Oh, yeah, it was a great group. I mean, it, it, it was the group that anyone went to that, that left the witnesses it, because the, of the sheer size and the number of people that you could meet and the number of interesting um, posts and information. Everything was there. It was a great group. Oh, oh, thanks. And the people that helped me out were phenomenal and great. I, I could list them all off, but there's been quite a few. Yeah. Um, but it's just uh, very difficult because just like anybody that was a member, just like me, the human beings, and they're not going to um, they're going to do their best. They're not going to do it the way everybody expects them to. I also have to deal with the fact that they have their own personalities and their own different and we're all different. So we're going to do what we can. Um, But I don't regret doing it. It was, Oh God, no, it was an amazing resource. And I know you gave extensive training to your admins before you took them on board. Didn't you? Right. Yeah, we, we, we did. And they would, they would usually watch how we did do it first and then they would, they would do it. Um, So, I mean, they were, they were, they're a great group of people. Um, and I really appreciate them, everything that they've done, everything they did. Uh, and so it just hurt. It just hurt when they would be attacked and it hurts when anybody's would be attacked. Um, but maybe it's my, like, I could take the opportunity right now to say that, that what we did was a labor of love. It wasn't, it wasn't because we wanted some kind of like, (laughs) <laughs> like recognition that we're or that that we're special uh, for me anybody who is able to leave from a controlling religion like that especially people that have gone through worse than i did i mean i have my own experiences and my own heartbreaks but other people suffered and they are the mere fact that they are able to wake up from that or walk away when they have families that are shunning them or the huge loss of community that they had is brave everybody who's brave uh so i it's a learning process for everyone and for me too if you talk about me seven years ago even years after i left i'll say you know what there are many times i was a jerk you know what I, mean? I was and 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 I, and I and I and it's it's uh it's because it's because you're in a religion that 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 is so toxic and mind so much that because you're woken up you're completely done growing and and there's a level of selfishness and and callousness 
that goes along with being Jehovah's Witness. And some of those traits doesn't necessarily go away right away. Of and course. It, and I put myself in that group. Like, like there are things that about me that I recognize that, that I need to work on. And there were things that, at, especially after my son was born, I had to realize that, whoa, slow your roll. Like, mm-hmm. you know, you're, is not just you. There's other people. There's a lot lot of personal work you have to do when you leave a cult, isn't there? A a tremendous amount of personal work that you have to do. And, and and, And one of the biggest things that you need to learn to do is to learn how to disagree. Yeah, yeah, without going nuclear. And also, one of the things that I've had to learn is that you... It's kind of like this weird catch twenty two or it's, it's you you leave a religion that that shuns people and people are like you shunned me like for example I remove somebody from a group you are shunning oh, you me. Shun me you shunned me yeah and, or if I, or let's say we have a disagreement maybe I don't want to be your friend on Facebook you maybe me. I, I I you're you're shunned me no I'm not I don't want to be your friend one thing is shunning you. And 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 attacking you and and another thing is is deciding that hey you do your thing I do my thing we have to be friends I don't have to accept your ideas if I, your ideas are dangerous I don't have to be your friend but if I see you I'm not gonna be an asshole to you if I run into you in the street or if I see you online. Uh, and and you're allowing me to disagree and we could debate something is not i'm not attacking you personally i think your idea is bonkers and i'll you and and i'll debate you and i'll tell you i think you're wrong and i don't like that I but think i won't I slag you off right <laughs> yeah do you know what i feel really strongly about that shunning thing um because shunning is when a massive group of people are told against their will that they are not allowed to speak to someone that they would otherwise speak to. For right. not wanting to speak to someone personally because you don't get on with them is not shunning. You're not telling everybody else in the community you're not right. allowed to speak to this person even though you want to. That everybody else is still allowed to interact with that person on their Facebook wall, on but privately, by messenger, on right. the phone, right? Just because you've say removed somebody from a group, that's not shunning. That's just common decency. You've broken the common decency rules of the group, so I'm just going to remove you. But you're not saying to everyone in the group, you're not allowed to speak to this person. Everyone in the group can still interact with that person. Exactly. It's exactly, that's how I feel about it. I'm, and if, if I'm in a, if I'm in a, if I'm in a group, if I'm in a, if I walk into, I tell, I've told this to people when, when they message me, I'm like, all right, let's say I walk into a church and I'm like, this church this, I hate it. Don't talk to these people. These people are wrong. Yeah. <laughs> if they kick me out, am I going to say, they can't kick me out. I have freedom of speech. I can do whatever I want. They yeah. No. No. <laughs> if they kick you out, they're legal. If you're in their house. If somebody walks into my house and curses my kid out, I'm like, get out. You can't kick me out. This is my house. I can't I have- kick you out. 
<laughs> but that's be... still not shunning. That <laughs> if you're kicked out of a church for going in and shouting, everybody in the church is still free to talk to you in Tesco's or in Publix or in the park or in your house or in the pub or in their house. You've just been removed from the church for shouting. Should we talk about Kingdom Hall crashing then? <laughs> God, Ruben, wait! Do we not have this enough is, controversial That is the topic? biggest. That is the biggest actually issue, and one of the things that led to the shutdown. Actually, oh, okay. So let's yeah. So let's. And talk if you want about... now that we're talking about Kingdom Hall, maybe I, I, you know, I would like the opportunity to express, uh, my thoughts on that. <laughs> All right. Um. I know there's there was a there was contention and, and problems because people felt that because our rules didn't allow for those kind of posts to go up that that I was making a statement about it or 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 putting my uh, forcing my opinion on other people and it's just not the case if I it's just like if you go into somebody's house and you ask them not to you know, I I rather not this be discussed here because I don't think it's helpful. And and I, my opinion is that it's something I wouldn't do, and it's something that I don't think is part. It would be it's good. It would be good for a recovery group, especially considering the fact that we had eleven thousand people. But I can tell you, and I can tell you, and the other admins can tell you, we used to receive messages. Up and down from people who were, it was an open group. So people that were not in the group that were still leaving and barely leaving the Jones Witnesses were looking at. And for me, I'm not only thinking about the members, I'm thinking about those people. Like if we're trying to get through to them and help them and the posts are helping them wake up, I know that a lot of those people looking at those crashes are going to be turned off. Um. And, you know, some people who have made the case that, you know, some of the crashes have woken up people. And you know what? I'm not arguing that either. It's po- it's totally completely possible that these Kingdom Hall crashes happen and people wake up from them. And if people want a Kingdom Hall crash, that's their business. Uh-huh. And, and and I don't – if I express my opinion, I, th- I don't think it's a good idea. It doesn't mean – it's funny. I, I would be called – you're like an elder – Oh, that's one of the beef. And I'm like, like, you're making me an elder because you're you're making my opinion so important that that you're considering it a law or me telling other people what to do when it's, it's my, right. I think and and if I if I'm running or operating a group, if I'm running an organization, if I'm running a church, if I'm running a business, and I don't want something in and that happening inside something that I'm creating, it doesn't mean that I'm telling other people not to do it. It doesn't mean that I'm against you. I I have friends and good friends that do it. Like I consider them my friends and I wouldn't dream and I wouldn't dream of not being their friends because they decided to do that. And if they tell me somebody left because of that, I'll be happy that the person left because of what they did. It doesn't mean that I think that it's the best possible way. It doesn't mean that, that, I still have the opinion that even if one person or two person leave, it could suck people in. in. It could be more detrimental and, and make people even hold on to their beliefs even harder when they when they see that. 
It's not it's it's okay. I disagree with you. I wouldn't do that myself. I I'm not in a place that I think that's necessary or that's or that's correct. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to tell you not to do it. I'm only asking you not to do it here or in this forum. In Put this post forum. it on your own wall, right? Right. Nobody's stopping you posting it. There are other forums. There's your own wall. No. I mean, there's forums for that. And 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 if somebody and I have and other ad the other admins do when that would happen many times they would be like, you know what this group is better. Why don't you go do it in this group? Or I you know we refer them in in my in the list of groups rules. There's other groups. Uh, I believe that the more groups there are and the more resources the better. I do. Yeah. It doesn't. We don't all have to be doing the same thing the same way. Even though maybe we don't agree with how the other person does it, it is it's okay if they're having good results, then let them have good results. And if anybody felt personally attacked by that, you know, just know that it wasn't a personal thing. It was just a thing that I I don't I don't believe in doing that. I will be, I will I will, I will not have a problem with somebody being my friend if they do it i won't have a i i don't i won't i'll be happy to participate in an activity with somebody that does that if we're doing if we're doing something whether it be in sitting with them and talking about xjo's winning stuff with somebody and and or or coming out in in a documentary with them uh and that person is doing that i'll be happy to be uh, I, we're te- we're a team uh, uh, doing different things. So and what we're, not- we're saying is your personal views were, you know, different to the group views because the group was catering for eleven thousand people. Yeah, and uh, and and and, the, and and of course the 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 group rule, it's catering a lot of people, and it did the rule that rule did coincide with my view, of course, and my bias, of course, because it's. Where's I'm running group? it. Yeah, <laughs> but it doesn't <laughs> necessarily mean that I have a problem with somebody doing it, like personal, like I or I don't appreciate them, or or that it's it or that it means that I think it'll never help. It, it could. So it became a big problem for the group. And it 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 it, it, it did. I mean. Ultimately, the it was just it was a bit much, especially when something like that would happen and feelings were hurt, and then people go online and they're just saying all these things about you and mocking you and attacking. Oh, I saw that, and and making memes about you and making memes about your friends that yeah, and we have feelings. I, I'll tell you that that. And, and I'm not ashamed to say this, that, that when I had to sh- shut down that group, uh, it was the, one of the hardest things that I ever had to do, personally. I can well imagine. I mean, rumor has it, Ruben, that you are a human being. <laughs> <laughs> that's Maybe. that's the word on the street. Maybe. And, you know, I just can't imagine having, you know, reaching 11,000 people and being what was probably the main resource of you know of popular go to support for xjw's to reach a point where 
you felt that you had to shut it down. So right. was it was it just that you'd reached a critical mass of person? You were getting personal abuse by private message. I mean, it's not only private. I mean, it was publicly, you know, and and all that. It was it was a bit much and emotionally and uh, and also I know for the admins too, and they're doing their best they can and. We all have our own personal lives. We cannot be there twenty four. We cannot be there twenty four hours a day, seven days a week. Um, you know, trying to put out these fires, uh, and so I mean, it was devastating. It was devastating. I mean, I cried. I cried. I and and I'm not saying that for any sympathy. I'm just being honest about how it was what it was like for me. It, it was. It was a big part of my life. It's a big part of my identity for a long time. It's 12 years uh, that, and I felt betrayed. I felt betrayed. I, 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 it's not the whole community was attacking, of course, but a portion. It feels like it. It feels like I was betrayed, and uh, because of the simple nastiness, not not the fact that we disagreed how nasty it got and how personal and and some of the things that they were saying and some of the, uh, it got so nasty but i learned over the years to do something and what i did was i said what i had to say on 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 my page about why and shutting another group and i said what i said on 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 the actual group when i archived it but i've learned that com- kindness and compassion is the best thing you could do and have. And I didn't retaliate. I didn't run into those groups to fight. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to attack anybody because I know eventually, eventually some of the people that, that are doing this when they, when they see that you're not doing the same thing. And this has happened to me only with this, but with anything in in my personal life, when you sit back and you're like, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to retaliate. Eventually, they will, they, they're just going to run out of steam and gasoline, and their anger is going to dissipate. And once the answer anger dissipates, who's the one that, that was doing all the attacking? Who's the one that was doing all the nastiness? That'll, that a lot of times people come to their senses and they go, damn. And I've received apologies, and other people that I have apologies for that, yes. Um, and and they realized that that they shouldn't have done that. It oh, I guarantee I I always give that advice to people. I'm like, you know what? Yes, def- I I believe in defending myself. But when it gets to a certain point, you know what? Just let them let them go at it. And 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 because you know what? If you're not doing anything wrong, then what do they really have on you? What are you fighting about then? So. And eventually, if if you're not really doing something wrong, they 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 realize that they realize it. They're it's like, hard what? though, isn't it? At the time, it's really hard. It's so hard because you want to kind of say to people, "What? Well, I'm not. I I'm doing this with the best intentions. I wanted this group to help. I only ever wanted to help. It it got you know it's got sticky because of the numbers and because of the right. the amount of damage and people come to the group. I mean, I can't. I can't imagine, say, running a company with 11,000 employees, right? 
right. the number, the sheer number of people that you will ha- and personalities that you have to deal with right. is immense. But he, yeah, but in turn, you know what? When as time as time goes by and I'm separating myself, I could look back at the errors I made as well. And, 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 and realize that, hey, I could have done this differently. I could have done that differently. And, and that's, that's what happens when you allow yourself some time and, 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 and separate yourself because we're all, and, and I realize that we're all human and to expect that all of us are going to get it this right. We're not, we're not going to get it all right. So. You have to also be introspective enough to see to to ask yourself what could I have done different, you know what what could what could I have done different to to and I don't have to go on and just like other people I don't expect him to go on publicly and say hey I did this wrong and no whatever. of course but to or, to think about it yourself think about it, yeah but if if you're introspective enough you can think about how you handle things. And and just grow from it and learn from your mistakes and 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 then move forward and move forward with compassion and kindness. I'm telling you, there's nothing that beats it. It's slower. It takes longer. It's not fast. It doesn't give you fast results. But but the, as, as, when it does, the res, results are long lasting it's kind of like when you drop 20 pounds like in two weeks you gain it all back when you have a drink <laughs> yeah but if you do it slowly and, and, and it, it, it stays off and that's that's how kindness works yeah i could smack you around and tell you you know and, and get revenge and 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 retaliate but at the end of the day does that help anyone grow no it doesn't. So I've got a couple of questions I want to ask you in the aftermath because obviously you shut recovery group down and you said that it was really difficult to do. How did you feel immediately after that had happened? Like I told you, I was devastated, <laughs> but relieved. <laughs> and and I'm like, oh, my God, <laughs> I have all this free time. So did <laughs> so the other admins like it was kind of like a breather. And um there's been several times where I've considered bringing it back and then something happens and somebody says something nasty and I'm like, mm, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Recently I, I, um, I saw somebody uh, try to recreate it and I didn't like that because that's, that's, my name is attached to that. It's my creation. It's kind of like any, like even like an artist. Like if you created something, you don't want somebody copying it. And I asked politely. Oh, I totally agree. I've I asked seen... politely not to do that, and I got, I got the nastiest response. Really? So nasty, and and uh, hateful, and um, so, you know, it's kind of like, should I continue doing this or? Do I grow and do something else? And I, I think I want to grow. <laughs> do you know what? I would be so hurt if somebody started doing videos under Katie Kitten or started doing Stand Up for Jehovah because I think 
you know, go and do whatever, but don't use my brand because, as you say, my name's attached to that. And I created that and it's my thing. And I know there's no intellectual property rights or anything around yeah. it. But it's it's your baby. And for somebody to just think, oh, I can come along and just take that name and carry it on. I think, no, you do your thing. You start right. a new thing and do that. That's great. I love the fact that you want to do something. But don't think you can just take what I've done for, for in your case, for 12 years. Yeah. And uh... And you feel um, kind of helpless when you can't really do anything about it. But, and and so, you know, I got that response and I didn't I didn't keep it going. You know, I just and I was like, you know what? Good luck. Uh, you know, I'm not I'm not I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lose lose it over a membership of eighty people anyway. You know, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> no, I get. But I do just, get that. I do get that feeling. Yeah. So I remember watching it close. I remember being stunned, like utterly stunned that it had closed down. And then I remember feeling, because obviously I had you and Betsy that used to be um, co-hosts on the podcast. So I felt Mm -hmm. a lot of fellow feeling for you just because I've worked with you. And I know that both of you were just doing it in your spare time. And I remember feeling for Betsy, who I know poured her heart and soul into it. And she spent so much time, so much time, way more than a lot of, lot of, you know, a lot of time, um, you know, taking care of that group and her, her, and it hurt everyone. And yeah, and I remember uh, thinking on her behalf about a week later, God, she must wake up and just feel so relieved <laughs> yeah. that she doesn't have this massive job to do. And I know one of your other um, admins, Patricia. She said to me after a while, she said, I wake up on a morning and I dread looking at my phone because of the sheer amount of messages and abuse and arguments and things to be deleted and people to be spoken. She said, I just, she said, it's making me feel sick. So I, I recognize that that emotional payload on people and other admins as well was massive and it was an amazing job you did an amazing service for the xjw community but the payload on the people who were doing that was vast right and and they and at the end there they were doing most of the work you know and they deserve a big you know I, I I super appreciate everything that they did and um and it was it was it was it was hard but I, everybody's good now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now the other question I want to ask you is, um, what advice do you have for new people who might be setting up groups? <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's important. It's important that they do it. It's it's an important service. The only thing I would advise is um, if you're attacked and you're not doing anything that's incorrect or, 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 or you're just doing your best, you know, stand your grounds. But know when to pick your battle. Pick your battles. Know when, know when to stop. Uh, don't keep it. Don't keep it going. Don't throw fuel onto it because that's what doesn't help. Because there's something more important. You're, if you're doing it for 
to help others, which is way more important than your than your ego getting hurt for something that's not true. Um, stand your ground, yes, but not to the point where it's detrimental to yourself. That's not worth it. And I always, I always say, um, I, you know, one of the, uh, years go by and you learn so much. And one, one other thing, I know I've been saying that, but one other thing that I've learned is, is you're always the enemy. You're always the good guy and always the bad guy in somebody's story. And I tell that to everybody. I'm like, look, you could, I'm like, I'm a good person. You know what? To somebody, you're not. Yeah. And you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to learn to live with that shit. Learn that you look right now. If somebody comes from, let's say, another country and they're super uber religious and they see how I live and I sit in my house and I'm eating pork, I am an enemy. I am a vile, disgusting person to somebody, and that's their perspective, and that's something I see you. And you know what? Especially when on when you're online, when you when you're online and you're operating under an avatar and you're yeah, hiding yeah. behind the screen. It's so easy for people to just say what they want to say to you and tell you what they really think. And guess what? Not everybody's going to like you. It's impossible. And and if you're going to do this, you got to live with that. And if you can't live with that, don't do it. Yeah, no, I agree. So I'm like being a helper, as you describe it, or being an activist, as I describe it. You're putting your head above the parapet, aren't you, and expect to get it shot down. That's That comes with the territory of putting your head above the parapet. If you don't want that, don't put your head up. Right. And it's it's part of the gig, <laughs> you know. Uh, look at all these activists that, that, are, that are fighting for a cause. You think that if they... If they're fighting for a cause, would they? If they had nobody that thought they were a piece of shit, do you think they would be activists in the first place? That's the whole point. <laughs> That's the whole point. I like that. <laughs> yeah. If if you're if if you're not if nobody hates you, you're doing it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right because um, yeah. If, if 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 I go and I say if I if I show my face. And 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 I, I and I'm against something, and there's no. What am I? If everybody agrees with me, then there's no need for me. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! But when you go into it, you don't think that you think I like I'm a good guy. I'm just want to help people, and like within thirty seconds, <laughs> you're in some kind of sticky yeah situation. <laughs> Wait, this thing. is not what I wanted. You know what? I, I'm uh, that whole I'm a good guy thing is like, it's it's you're nobody. No, we're not nobody. You know, let's let's go back to Jesus. Nobody's good, right? Didn't say that. Nobody's good. You know what? That guy had a point. Nobody's good. We're all tainted. We're all we all we all we all have our. We could have eighty things that are good and twenty shitty things and we could have twenty shitty things and I mean twenty good things and eighty shitty things. No one's it's all a spectrum. Nothing is black and white. Yeah, exactly. So we too so okay, so witnesses are too used to um portraying things as all good or all bad. And so is popular culture, right? Good is and bad is. Yeah. And and you know, complex thinking is about understanding that good people do bad things. And bad people do good things. And there are no absolute goodies and baddies. That's not how life works. Right. 
but I wanted you on the podcast because I, I man naively, I genuinely wanted to see people to see you as a genuine, the genuine person that I know you are. And I, I, I was hurt and aggrieved for you. I appreciate that. And I, I... And I just thought when the dust settles, I, I want people to understand that everything you did was with the best intentions and I agree people can disagree with the details and they right. can bring out issues but you know you weren't being paid for it you know you weren't and they will and Zuckerberg. they will I'm pretty sure you'll post this in your your podcast and buddy will go there and say something negative that's okay <laughs> that's okay they like, better not and do you know what, you know what? I'm gonna it's shun them okay. If they do, I'm going to shun them. You post something negative, I'm going to shun you. I'm joking. And <laughs> but it's, it's, it, but you know what? And I told, it's you know, funny you say that. I'm like, damn, like they don't know me. If they really knew. Knew me. I if knew. they knew me, but they don't. So, I, I mean, know. I can, I, I can understand. It's hurtful. It's, it, it's, it's, but you know what? I, I love, I love this community. I feel like I know the, a lot of the original players. I remember when it was just freedom um what was that free mind not free minds that's uh steven hassan's yeah, um yeah. uh free i forgot what the other one but these websites i remember when i wrote ray franz and he wrote me a, an email back and Shut i remember when it door. was you wrote yeah, ray franz yeah when he was still alive he would write people back although he wrote me back in spanish and i was like i wrote you in english why would you assume i'm spanish because my name but he knew spanish what are you saying what are you saying you're racist ray franz you're racist you're racist <laughs> 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 no, it was really Are you good. not Spanish? I am Puerto Rican. Oh. <laughs> I speak Spanish to read it, but I was just like, why you make that assumption? Because my name is Puerto Rican. No, I didn't. Uh, but I remember it was like these little websites, and then our group started. And then from those groups and those original groups and those Facebook groups, all this that we have now, all this grew into what it is. You know what I mean? And I love the XJO's Joe's Winners community. I really do love them. And and I care about them. Am I crazy about how they act sometimes? Yeah, no. Yeah. No. I'm no, not. I am. <laughs> I'm not. I don't I don't like being publicly attacked because we disagree stuff or 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 you know whatever. I like debating. Sure. You come on my page and I post something and I think or I have my opinion and I think something is this and something is that and i don't like you and i unfriend you i mean that's that's one thing but going above and beyond that and 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 trying to destroy somebody's reputation and 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 doing that i don't i'm not into that but that's not all the extra witnesses you know what no, i mean it's not, hashtag no, it's, not it's, all yeah <laughs> Ruben, <laughs> you have you had a have you had a hate group made about you i you know i i uh i don't think it was about me necessarily but i'm Ah, about like necessarily. Uh, I have. I win. I'm sure. <laughs> Ruben, have you been called a blue-haired cunt? <laughs> I have not. No, I win. I have. I, I, you won. You won. You won. You won that one. Yeah, I win. <laughs> but have, but... You ever, have you ever received a message and said that says because this person in this group says something, I felt like I was going to kill myself? <gasps> no, I haven't. I have. You win. <laughs> and, 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 and that's what people need to understand when it comes to these things, that, that sometimes maybe you don't understand why somebody might have 
a particular way of doing things. But when you get that and then you ask people not to attack other people in a forum, it's because sometimes the other people that you're attacking, you don't know their mental state. You know what I mean? But we've had to deal with some people with that mental state. And they're seriously perturbed and they need help. And we're not professionals. And so that's a huge, huge thing. So if if we're asking for particular things for, that particular things don't happen, there's there's not there's a reason. It's not personal. It's not about freedom of speech. And you can't say that. You can't say, "Oh well, I've received this message that says this," because then you kind of right. betraying the confidence of the person that's messaged you. So you have to act. Right. Without being able to explain why, which is really difficult, which is what you get in any kind of management position at work or anywhere right. where you get things where you have to do things. And sometimes you're not able to explain why because you're protecting somebody's confidence and you're really relying on other people to, co mm -hmm. to cooperate kindly yep. because you can't say it's because this person this or that person that. Exactly. And so... It's 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 not it's not easy, but but I do even though it's not easy I do admire that I do admire that that ex Joe's witnesses, I do admire the fact that they're brave enough, and any people that leave any cult or any control group that I admire their bravery whoever it is I admire their bravery for the fact that they did that and I want to help as many people as I can. And I'm not done. I mean, maybe I'm not running the recovery group, but look, I, I'll say it on the podcast. I'm involved right now. I'm, I'm kind of um, helping as an independent contractor, uh, assisting with a documentary that's being made, uh, a film that, that about the, ex, about Jehovah's witnesses that, um, and also I am continuing and helping people learn about undue influence by uh, participating as uh, the social media manager at Open Minds Foundation. Uh, and and hopefully there will be more projects that, that we're going to be doing through there. So I'm not done. Maybe I'll, uh, I, I've adapted and, and, and maybe I'm not public as I was before, but I'm, I haven't forgotten the community. And I just want to I, I want to be there for the people who are need help who are leaving and need help still and it's important because it could be a lonely 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 place the biggest thing that helps people is knowing that they're not alone yes it is so this is not how interviews work because you've just answered the question that i haven't Oops. asked yet ask and then ask. like ask it, like I it. And, then, and then what and then and then edit it around <laughs> <laughs> again <laughs> I, well i was gonna say where do you go from here but you've answered it that's fantastic yes and it's not it's not over i why i still haven't decided i might or might not do something with a group maybe not <laughs> yeah um, uh but it's not over and i'm here and and hopefully you'll You'll see me, and I know some people who who I've referred for the film will be on the film. Amazingly, oh, I referred somebody to the film that 
does Kingdom Hearts crashes? Whoa! Did you, Ruben? I against know. your own better. Uh, against against my opinion. You know why? Because this is bigger than me. Ah, this is bigger than me. Because the you world doesn't I mean? revolve around me and you, right? Right. It doesn't. It it it's it's bigger than us. It's it, it there's so much going on right now. Look at what happened with the Leia Remini uh, um, program. That was huge. So proud. You know, and it's not over. It's no, you're right. It's not over. It's not over, and we need to be there because you We're know we're riding what? People... a wave now, aren't we? Mm-hmm. A wave that started years ago, and I and I and I got to see it. I got to see this well, wave. You were part grow. of it. You built the wave. You've been in there twelve years. You know more about the XJW community than most people because you've seen it all. There's one or two people that I love speaking to because they know everything. They know everything about every character that's ever been and come and gone. And it's fascinating. And when you see people coming new, um, yeah. think, oh, I've got so much. You've got so much to find out. But yes. You know, it's fascinating to me what you just said, right, the come and go, because it's true, because somebody else will pick up the torch. Yeah. Somebody else will pick up the torch. A lot of people have that torch and they burn these houses down. <laughs> yeah. And 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 they're like, okay, I think I'm gonna have a normal life now. And you know what? Those are heroes because guess what? They have a normal life now. I know. They become XXJWs, and that's How great. Amazing is that? Yeah. So, like, okay. So Bill Hahn used to be a podcast co-host, and he's now an XXJW. He's still around, but yes. he mainly does, you know, photography and his family. And he was a great activist, and I was really gutted when he said I'm becoming an XX. But do you know what? I get that. I'm I'm kind of there, but I'll never stop doing the podcast because I love it so much. Um, but right. I have had, you know, a beautiful change in my personal circumstances that means I'm in a better place, and I'm mm-hmm. I'm a fifty percent XXer. <laughs> <laughs> And if things keep going well, you might be an XXXXX. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. <laughs> I I feel I feel like like um some people stay to help. Yeah, some people yeah. some people don't. Some people are still angry. Whatever their reasons are, if they're helping, is what counts. And and to all the people who disagree with me on stuff and don't like certain things that I say, I'm gonna say that if you're helping other people, I like what you're doing. I don't care if we have those differences. Um, if you're helping other people, I'm cool with you. And I'm with you do. And I, I, I'm very proud of everybody. I'm very proud that it's getting to this point. Yeah, where- and me. Where other people pick up the torch and there's different ways of doing things and there's a new wave of activists coming through who have got, who aren't as scared. Of yeah. the, the strictures of the jade, you know, there's an old school like me who are like, oh, don't offend them, don't scare them, don't. And then there's like a new guard coming through that are like, no, fuck them. We've got a <laughs> voice. We we are allowed to exist just like they are. Um, and I think there's a place for everyone. Everyone needs to find their spot. Right. And it, it might be a gentle, kind spot, or it might be a more outgoing spot. Yeah. But yeah. And we that have been doing doing it for a while, we can all learn from each other. We can, you know, 
So I finally wanted to ask you, have I given you the space to say everything that you wanted to say or is there anything else that you would like to convey? No, I mean, no, we're fine. I'm fine. I think I've gotten to say what I say and express how I feel and um, reiterate uh, the deep affection that I have for the the cats. That, <laughs> the, uh, the cat hurting. Yeah. Well, you know what the problem is now is normally I have Lara on here and I go, Sister Kaput, what's the closing song for this podcast? And I haven't thought this through because I don't have a song for you. So, like, if you have a song, tell me it now. Or if not, I'm just going to have to make one up after I've finished. Oh, man, the song. I know. Mm. So, oh, man, I just didn't think it through properly at all. Yeah, well, we did find Oh, it. man. I'm so pants at this. Where's Lara when you need her? Maybe it could be like, we didn't start the fire. Yeah. It was always burned. <laughs> yeah, Billy Joel. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to stop you there. We don't have to sing the song. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to sing the song. What right. happens is the magic of editing. I find the song on YouTube and then I download it as an MP3 and then I add it on after we've finished. Phenomenal. But that's a good song. I'm going to go with that. I don't even know what it's called. Oh, um, uh, one thing, a uh, lot of good resources, openminds.org, openmindsfoundation.org. Uh, on Facebook, Open Minds Foundation. Uh, like the page. Uh, and then there's a lot of it's not focused on extra host witnesses at all, but but it's it's folk, but there are articles about extra's witness that we post but it's basically about uh, undue influence and coercive control if uh, I'll, I'll I'll plug that also um one like as I stated before working on a document working with general, these gentlemen as a uh, as a consultant in, in a documentary and um I can't give too many details because we're barely working on it right now in the beginning stages, but it's coming. And um, if just keep an eye out for that. <laughs> Brilliant. Yes, thank you, Ruben. And I hope um, I hope people come to a better understanding of what you and your admins dealt with, and and that you did do a good job. You, your hearts were in the right place, and you were trying to do the best. And I'd I'd like to think that everyone would see that. I think we all did, us admins and the members. Everybody was doing the best they can in the circumstance and the mindset that they were in. And no hard feelings. Oh, bless. That's a nice. <laughs> <laughs> no, hard feel- no hard feelings. Um, you know, maybe a few people. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Let me give you the short list. Ready? <laughs> that can be the outtakes. Okay. When we finish the podcast, you can tell me the real deal and I'll, I'll do an outtake. Like, all right. All right, here you go. Here's the list. Ready? Okay, okay. Okay. Oh, and so I'd like to say... Fuck this person, fuck that person. (laughs) Well, do you know what? Thank you so much for giving me your time this evening. I really appreciate it. And it's so nice to speak to you again. Um, So thank you so much, Ruben. Okay. All right. And I'd like to say thank you to all my three listeners (laughs) for listening to JW Community. (laughs) Three. Still on three, Ruben. Jeez. I know. What's a girl got to do? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Take care. Oh, thank you for listening to JW Community Podcast.
Sally Ryan. 